always got Pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. So do you remember a couple months back when we first heard that all the Disney parks were shutting down? I do. In March, mm-hmm. I think it was, right? Yeah. And not only that, but all theaters were going to be shutting down. Yes. And all movies were basically delayed. Yeah. And then you think to yourself, Disney, what business do you have left? <laughs> not right? many. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like that was a concern back then. And when when that first was being announced, just curious, what were your thoughts about their company and how you th- how you thought they were going to survive and things? Um, I think most people have the same thought is that Disney has so much money that potentially shutting down for a couple months might not be the end of the world for them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they made so much money off all their movies in uh, 2019. That's a really good point. 2019 was huge. Yeah. It seems almost improbable that Disney could run out of money with how much money they make. That is true. And you did say that you actually did say that at the time that you, I think you said, um, if you don't, if you can't survive this, then what have you been doing with your money? Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. And, you know, from an on from just from just a basic person, I don't know things. I don't know how the stock market works, you know. Yeah. But I just knew it was going to be interesting to listen for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they just came out with their first full quarter now. Gosh, is that even possible? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is has been three or four months. Oh, how whatever. the year has gone not by quickly, but it feels so like fast. I was just talking about their last comp, their last um, income or their last earnings call that they had. It feels you like really, I just barely was talking about you that. You really do talk about it a lot. I, I wish you'd slow down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not typically on the podcast, but no, but it is totally thing. Well, good news. They did come out with their earning um, phone call this last week. Okay. And I guess that's good news. And it hit media everywhere that it was like the Disney. Disney company loses $1.9 billion, I think it said. Right? But that's not that's not entirely true, actually. Um, because honestly, like I was thinking to myself, what money are they bringing in and how expensive is the company and and that kind of thing? So Mm -hmm. um, spoiler alert, uh, they didn't actually lose money entirely they did actually have a profit they didn't have a loss they didn't as the company as a whole they didn't actually have a loss Mm. um they were able to pull it out and you're just like well how the heck did you do that (laughs) it's a good question when a lot of businesses are very much in a struggling type of position right now um with cutting back hours at least if not staff or shutting down completely yeah. For Disney to still pull a profit is still pretty impressive. It is really impressive, right? Yeah. Like, especially since 90% of their business dried up overnight. Um, yeah. Something that they could not have foreseen. But um, yeah, uh, if you want to talk about the numbers just a little bit, it is true that the um, 
the the theme parks as a whole mm-hmm. typically make them 1.7 billion dollars uh in a quarter in profit okay and it did lose 1.9 billion dollars in profit <laughs> that is true they huh it literally How did that ma- i mean like i understand that they didn't open them yeah so, right so i guess it does cost money to run we've talked about this before it costs money to keep the parks functional yeah because the way that I would imagine that the company is structured now would be that it's um, they don't necessarily I know that they do have debt and I know that they have loans and stuff of sure. some sort. Uh-huh. And I know that they went out and got a whole lot more during this entire thing. Um, but outside of that, like, so I guess there's that part of it. And that they did have maintenance staff that they continue to uh, employ. Sure. And uh, security staff and things like that. They had a bunch of their other people that were on furlough that were getting paid for a period of time. Plus they found that guy living on the island out in front of magic kingdom. Yeah. They obviously had to pay money for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, he was probably on payroll. Yeah. I'm sure he was. <laughs> we're being com- completely kidding. We're not paying this dude. But so yeah, apparently they do still have a bunch of costs that are still involved in, in sure. the parks. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to keep power on to some degree. In yeah. Like parks. electricity, water, yeah. utilities, even though they own a lot of their utility companies, but yeah, huh. all in all, even as a closed park being completely closed, it still cost them $1.9 billion for the mm. quarter for the last three months. Okay. Uh, the revenue did shrink from $20 billion to $11.7 billion. Oh. And all of that, it would be, you know, like you would expect, um, but they did pull out still. Normally, they pull out almost a, a $4 billion profit per quarter. Sure. Uh, and they still pulled out a $1 billion quarter. So they lost $3 billion in profit. Um, but still, like a billion dollars when every other... Like, I don't feel bad for you. No. <laughs> well, here's the thing. is like Once it gets into that high of numbers, it's hard to quantify in my brain. Oh, totally true. Like... Oh, we lost three billion dollars, but we still made a billion dollars. It's like those don't feel like real numbers to me after a while, uh, because it's so the numbers are so big. They're just so big. Yeah, and I understand from a company perspective to lose three mil three billion dollars is not uh, ideal, and it probably does affect a lot of things that they're doing. Yeah, uh, but. To, like you said, still be able to make a billion dollars even though all of your theme parks and things are closed. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Legitimately. Like, I'm legitimately blown away that they still pulled out a billion dollar profit. So, where are they getting all their money from then? Mm, yes. So, if I can run through them just real quickly here, their total revenue, as we said, was um, $11.7 billion that they brought in. Okay. 583 of $583 million was from their parks and resorts. And I can't figure out, like, I guess potentially like Shanghai opened up in last quarter, right? Did it? I think all the foreign parks reopened before the American parks did. Okay. So So they're all potentially open now. Yeah. Yeah. I think Paris, Shanghai, and Tokyo were all open, but I don't, I don't know for sure off the top of my head. Yeah. Somehow. Mm. I don't know. So somehow they found some money because they found, you know, um, that much money. <laughs> they, they found a Just couple. Just in the, in the couch cushions in the fountains. $900 million. Yeah. Eh, we found that somewhere <laughs> laying around. Studio Entertainment still brought in $1.73 billion. And Studio Entertainment would be movies. Okay. Right? Like, and, I'm, and even that number I was trying to figure out. Where? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess if they're counting things before everything shut down, they might have made that money. Yeah, it was would have only been for last quarter, for the last three months. Yeah. So okay. were there overseas theaters that were open somewhere? Have they reopened, I guess? I don't know. I really don't know. I legitimately And how don't many know. Disney movies are in theaters right, right now? Right now? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? I don't know what any of them that are out. So I don't know where studio. Again, I expected that number to be like legitimately like because we were talking about this, you know, just between you and I. Mm. We were like, are those numbers literally going to come out with like a zero? Yeah. (laughs) Like what was what was your box office profit? Zero. Oh, yeah. They did not release it to the box office. Yeah, because the the box box. Obviously, the box office, they brought in $1.73 billion. So that made them like $558 million in profit. They're calling that. Okay. Um, next one would be the um, streaming services. Mm. Uh, the streaming services, they brought in $3.97 billion, So basically $4 billion in, in um, streaming services. And it did lose them $708 million last year. Or during that quarter. But and still, you would think that that's where they would have made a ton of money. I legitimately thought originally when we when I was originally reading it, I thought that that's what that number was. Yeah, I thought that the uh, the profit that they did make, make was off of off of um, streaming because Disney Plus has said when it first came out that they weren't expected to make a profit for a long time. It was going to cost them a couple billion dollars a year to operate that as a service. Uh-huh. And we're like, why? Remember you and I thought there's no way that's possible that they're going to lose money on that division. Right. Apparently they are and they do and they still are. And I don't know where the money goes. I can't even imagine where it all goes. I'm sure it has to go to maintaining the platform and creating their original content um, because it's not just all the old Disney movies on there. That's true. They are there, but they are creating specific content for that platform. Um, I just thought they would make a ton more money because literally we had nothing to do but sit and watch TV for months. So I'm surprised they didn't just kill it. They are talking a whole lot about their subscribers because the subscriber numbers are much, much higher than they expected. I'm sure. Um, They're like well over 60 or 70 million people now are subscribed to Disney+. Plus. You got a lot of bored kids at home. Oh, yeah. You got to do something. Legitimately, right? Yeah. But either way, yeah, it still lost them 700 plus million dollars. The big one Mm. for them was their media networks. I totally forgot about like ABC and ABC News and ESPN is in there and Disney Channel is in there and like there's another like teen Disney channel, I guess. But the big one is I would imagine ABC. Yeah. I think is the big one that brought that in. Um, and they ended up making 300 billion, I'm sorry, $3 billion in profit mm. for them. And so that helped the loss of the, the 2 billion that the park lost. Sure. And then the hundred million that, or I'm sorry. Yeah. The 700 million that the streaming services lost. Ooh. It, it helped cover that. So if it wasn't for ABC, yeah, they would be in a ton of trouble right now. Wow. Because <laughs> that made them a $3 billion and they only made $1 billion in profit, essentially. So thank goodness they own ABC. Thank goodness. Right? Because otherwise they would literally be in trouble. Um, yeah. Which is still fascinating to me. Um, I, I, Maybe it's, again, because the numbers sound so ludicrously large, but... You think of if you started your own business, 
and you brought in one billion dollars at the at the in the course of one quarter yeah i would be elated right and couldn't possibly think of a way that i could have spent that much money to not have that be a substantial profit but when you have something as big as disney i'm sure there is a lot of cost that gets thrown around that we don't think about accounting for oh yeah i don't have know how to do, do accounting for that no. that type of situation yeah and i do know that they do pay out um a quarterly dividend per stock for people that buy the stocks and own stock into it because i was thinking you know if worse comes to worse can't you just not pay out the, the profit if there is no profit to pay out do you just keep that money then and is that the way that that works i don't even know You're asking me, I don't do you know. put the rest of the money in a savings account somewhere or like in your mickey mouse piggy bank <laughs> Just take that extra couple of billion dollars in Mickey for a rainy just day. Just a couple ducks. Right. A couple just, bucks. Just put, put them in there. Yeah. Um, but during all of this, they did go out and apparently they they somehow acquired an extra $23 billion in cash and liquid assets to help cover them through if need be. Okay. And you go, well, what does that even mean? Yeah. What are you spending <laughs> that on? It is just in case, like they need it, just in case they need to do things and put put things to. Somehow they they went and pulled all their resources and put that into a fund huh. so that they have it to ensure that they don't get themselves into trouble. And you know, it's hard to think of Disney getting into trouble nowadays, especially for you know from the perspective that I'm coming from. I've only been a Disney fan for like what five years, six years now. Uh -huh. uh, but apparently, back in the '80s, I think we've talked about it quite a bit before that like they were in real trouble of being taken over. Yeah, and you know, people have even started asking like, are they going to have to sell to a larger company? And the answer is clearly Probably not. not. Yeah. Clearly, they're fine. They'll they'll be fine. And who would they sell to? Yeah, you know, those kinds. I think AT and T is, if I remember right, much, much, much bigger than Disney. If I remember right, and then I think, well, how is that even a thing? Well, have you seen our cell phone bills? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that Dis I think AT and T is bigger than Universal and Disney combined. Even oh. I think they're like that big. Gosh. Um, and again, you're like, how through cell services? Is that all you do anymore? I don't even know. Ah, the world the so complicated. World. Uh, they didn't talk about this in school, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one covered this for me um yeah so anyway they went out and got themselves a whole lot of money which is great they have 23 billion dollars just would, in case i would hate to think that they didn't right honestly. good for them well because <laughs> yeah yeah i don't even know i don't even know what all that means um additionally they did cancel 900 million dollars in park construction right that's going on right now and I think everyone saw that one coming. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they were in process of tearing Epcot to the ground, basically. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so it's very interesting to think of what will happen to Epcot now that they've had to basically cancel everything that they were doing. Oh, gosh. Um, and if we done a full episode on Epcot and their reconstruction and stuff right now, like post, not currently, like no. post closures and things, no. uh, we'll have to definitely talk about it. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's I think a lot of where the nine hundred million, like seven hundred, the nine hundred came from Epcot alone. Sure, I guess maybe all of it because that was the big announcement for their their last discussion. They were talking about how Epcot was basically getting fully overhauled with the entrance and the 
the buildings and the new attractions and the new restaurants and yada 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 mm. it was a very big cost i'm sure and they were full gung-ho about doing it and then, uh, yeah, as soon as the parks closed down, they're like, by the way, you might want to temper your expectations. <laughs> uh, I should also say Universal is building a third park in Orlando. Mm. And it was going to, it's uh, it's not connected to the other parks. It was going to be a, a small drive away up the road, basically. And it was going to be a mammoth park. They were calling it Epic Universe. Uh-huh. Um, or is that right? Universal? Is that Epic right? Universe? I think that's what I it was. I think that's what it was. Epic Universe. And it yeah. was, it's a massive project. Yeah. Um, it is put on hold. Yeah. They are not moving forward with that project in today's environment, which I find incredibly fascinating because in the beginning of all of this, uh, they were not putting a hold on the construction. They're like, nope, we are moving forward as planned. We have no plans of, um, we think that this is a great time to do it. We're, this is finally... We're finally in a position that con contractors are going to be available to come do the work that they need to do. Oh. Um, that they they were almost saying Disney is silly for cutting their uh, budgets. Oh. Um, so it was an interesting take on the two different companies yeah. and how they were choosing to get through the um, downturn or the you know the closures of their parks. But now they've officially come out also on their earning calls. I obviously didn't dig into theirs as much. I would love to though. Can I do a whole episode on that? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I can barely stand this much math, but they also on their earnings call said that they were putting Epic universe on hold yeah. until further notice basically. So, and it, it only makes sense, honestly, to have these mammoth companies, uh, run into this situation, I, I think it is much more responsible to go, well, let's make sure that we're not going to bankrupt ourselves in the process. Oh, completely. Trying true. to build a third gate when we're operating parks at a 30% capacity right now. You, you can't even make the money back. Well, and that's the truth of the matter, isn't it, too? Like, how long is it going to take for folks to come back at full at full scale like they were before right um yeah you're it's a great point you might not even be able to sell the parks you currently have yeah much less fund a third one but that's the other problem though is all of these parks especially if you're building that out and what they were doing with epcot that type of things takes years i mean i theirs was going to be pretty fast-tracked three to four years i think the building time was for epic universe okay. um so that's sooner than what you would expect nowadays wouldn't you Yes, I mean they. I think most uh, park have it down to a science at this point. They know how long it's going to take them to put things together. Uh, now, I think is the time to be doing construction in existing parks, right? Uh, because you have much lower crowd levels. It's much less inconvenient for people at this point. Um, and then when you do, when you are able to fully open up again, you have all these new attractions that you can bring the people in for, which is very exciting. I yeah, think. definitely true. And Epic Universe was talking about having a new Universal, or an, I'm sorry, a new Harry Potter land was going to have to be attached to it too. Naturally. And that's not going to be... That's not a thing now. That's Well, I mean, it will be eventually. They have the land. So right, yeah. Eventually there will be... Um, and then Mario Land, there was a Mario Land that everybody Nintendo. Was, Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Nintendo is what the kids are into. Yeah, the kids love it. <laughs> it's very that. Yes. Yeah, those are all put on hold as well for them. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. So all in all, I mean, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's sad they've gone from a $4 billion quarterly profit to one, but. Well, and now we're seeing the effects even on the open parks, right? Yeah. Because things have to be closed. Things have to be shortened. Staff has to be reduced. And you are running into those issues for people who are still paying full price to get into parks. Mm, That is interesting. And, you know, is your experience worth a full price ticket is the question. Yeah. Do you think they'll even let you buy a season pass right now? They will not. I don't believe so. Ah, We're going to have to try that right after this episode. We're going to rush off and try to buy season passes. I'm not putting my real credit card number in. (laughs) (laughs) They'll take your money. They ran out of money this year. (laughs) Uh, No, I just think it's interesting um, because people are like, well, yeah, but the crowds are smaller and you don't have to wait. It's like, it's true. You probably don't, but you have uh, extremely shortened time periods. Not a lot of things are open, you know, yeah, it, it really is a toss up to see is it worth it or is it not to pay a full price ticket into the parks for you and I we would miss the nighttime shows yes that's a huge part of our day we enjoy, enjoy those a lot right outside of that I almost wonder like we don't see the parades we don't do the meet and greets right we do like I like the idea of seeing characters floating out and around and about I love that idea I love the way they're doing character meet and greets right now where you far do- away from me where I don't have to interact with them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> locked up tightly on top of a balcony somewhere yes yeah sounds perfect so but and a lot of the big rides are still open because i think you and i i mean obviously we don't i don't think you'd want to go on pirates right now stuff right i have no idea Mm. legitimately it hasn't even been on my mind for the last few months Uh, i've had to shut it off oh yeah where i'm like we're not going because i don't want to get myself excited about doing anything at this point so uh, I'd really have to think about what we'd want to plan to do at the parks mm. and uh, in this current situation, what we would feel safe doing in parks. It'd be very interesting to find well, out. We'll have to think about that some. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. We're not going 2020 anyway. We're not going this year. That's for yeah. sure. Maybe for Christmas. Yeah. That's what I want for Christmas. But it's like you always say. <laughs> Stealing my line? (laughs) It's like I always say, it's my goal next year to make just $1 billion in profit. Per quarter. Per quarter. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.